three years after, we got a house yeah, trying to save costs of living in central Brighton in a really nice house with really nice people. So yeah, they were fine that we were sharing the room. So we started sharing the room and that was like another step in our relationship, I think, because like we were mother and daughter, friends, but also flatmates and roommates. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Shift for Chibra. My name is Shibra Benetti, and I'm your host. And on this podcast, we have conversations with wellness experts to delve into topics that nourish our mind, body, and soul. In today's conversation, it's slightly different. I wanted to have a parenting conversation, and I have this wonderful friend who, ironically, I've only really met her physically once. But you know when you meet a person, and then you stay in touch, and somehow there is still a cord that is connected with the person. We've been, you know, we've been following and we've been in touch since we met randomly in a restaurant bar in Tokyo, in the outskirts of Tokyo, that's in Fujisawa City. The backstory is I was doing this trip for about a year off and on where I wanted to travel the world just to go see my friends before I decided to start my own family. And I happened to meet this girl called Carmen. And in our conversation, it was so funny, but we happened to know two people, her friend who works in the same company as my friend, same film company in Lisbon. And here we are meeting in a small restaurant bar in Fujisawa. We stayed in touch and I've been noticing Carmen updates on Facebook, basically. And she always had these wonderful posts of her mother and her mother has it's amazing and it's so beautiful to see how much of a useful energy her mother has and to watch them and how she talks about her mother when she shares posts about her mom or and also you know just just the interaction of what i could see and i could gauge from these facebook posts somewhere inside of me i was just like i need to talk to these guys i need to talk to them about parenting and being parented and trying to understand what Carmen's mother's philosophy on parenting was. Because I think for so many of us, that's kind of the dynamic that, you know, we sort of aspire to. And it was, a, this is such a heartwarming conversation. And I want to thank them so much, so profusely for being so open to sharing about their life, their family, their history, and their moments about their dynamic parenting, child, you know, relationship their dynamic as a family and sharing stories and the lessons that they've learned and they've understood being parent and child. Since I am also, you know, in the parenting space, I am a parent myself and I also work with a lot of parents. I've always been very fascinated about parenting styles, parenting conversations, because at the end of the day, I do think as well, parenting conversations or conversations of relationships between people are one of the first and foremost ways to learn. They are also one of the biggest tools to understanding the self, the mind, uh, you know, the belief systems that we come across, we, come, we are coming up with in our own selves and how we can grow because the nurturing relationship between a parent and child is something that basically 
kind of almost makes us and or at least it starts the foundation but at the end of the day like Carmen's mom Annabelle says children will teach you too and you will learn as a parent as well so it's never clear picture but at the same time I think like what she says I think we're all put into this planet to have these relationships to learn from each other at the end of the day and I hope you enjoyed this episode and the content that was presented. And if you like this episode, please give it a like, please share it, please subscribe to our channel. Let us know if you would like more conversations like this, comment and write to us about what you'd like us to, to have on future episodes. And thank you so much for tuning in. I just wanted to, so I don't actually know anything about the background of your family or anything, but I just really loved watching your connection on Facebook of how close you and Carmen are. And I wanted to just ask some questions about parenting and how you approach parenting and how was it for you and things like that. And then I wanted to get Carmen's perspective of being parented as the child and how has that dynamic changed. Now, if you need to translate in between or if you need me to slow down, just let me know. Okay, no, I understand you quite well. Just speak very well, very <laughs> clear. But in case I'm really fast, just tell me like, okay, slow down, you know, it's, it's fine. But yeah, can you maybe just tell me a little bit about your family? Like, where did you grow up? You know, where did you guys live? And where do you live right now? Maybe just for audience or people listening. We live very far away, one from the other, you know? Yeah. But we've been very close and very far, but it's something that mm, the distance doesn't make the, you know, to make you feel far away. I never feel far away because we, we're always very close in the heart. <laughs> and that's the, the main thing. So it doesn't matter how far we are physically. Mm. Yeah. I think that's important thing. No, and then if you have your freedom, then it's much easier to, to keep um, together. Yeah. I think with, with any kind of love, not just with your children, with anyone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, and if you want to keep close, you make, you're pushing somebody yeah. to run away. I think that's a bit of our thing, what we do, no? Mm. Maybe. Yeah. And also they grow independence because... I think I was the lucky one. They were very independent themselves. Yeah. They were little ones. I think everybody grows independence, but maybe after we can make them dependence. Mm. And that doesn't mean giving them love. I think love is one thing and dependence is another one. And if you love them, you give the independence too. Mm. No, so you do it, but I'm with you. You know, but you do it. And that makes, I think I was very lucky. <laughs> because you never can feel you are a good father or you are a bad father. They teach you. Mm. I think we are not the ones that teach them. They come here to teach us. So I think each one comes with different gifts. And then I could say with Carmen, oh, it's very easy to be a mom, a mom, super mom. No, comes her brother and wow completely different and say okay it's not my business it's their business what they come to teach me and bring new things and the way i take them is going to let them be or stop them being so where did you guys grow up like where did you have carmen and carmen's brother your son me and my brother they were born in madrid because that's where my parents met and started living together but then, like, my mom is from, well, they're both from north of Spain. My mom is from Basque Country and my father from Galicia. 
-hmm. So they decided to move out from such a big city and like chaos to be like raising up kids in better atmosphere. So they took us first to my mother's child village in Basque country. Nice. And then after like six years or five years, I don't know. Four years. Was. Four years. And then we moved to my father's childhood village. So we grew up a little bit between like where they grew up as well. So it was that that's also nice. Like we we got two experiences and like yeah, we were always driving from one part to the other to see each part of the family and each part of the family, like, oh where do you like it more? And we're always like, Ah, oh, we just like <laughs> both places are nice. Like, but yeah. So again, we, we grew up longer in Galicia because we established there for a longer time. But from then on, like when we got to 18, me and my brother, I flew away earlier than him because he got a little bit attached to Galicia for a bit longer. But then also he flew up and like never came back. Like he's been a traveler for six years. Wow. My small brother, like he started diving in Honduras, then he lived in Mexico, in Thailand, in Indonesia. He's been living around many, many places and just coming for visits and to Spain. So, or to England to see my mom. But like very like few times a year, he will be around Spain and the rest of the year he's traveling around and having some amazing adventures. That's amazing. So where is he now? So Carmen, you are in, in Barcelona and yeah. Bell is in England, in Brighton. Where's your brother? Right now he's doing the high season of Mallorca, which is something he started doing recently just to get some money for traveling after. So sometimes high season of Mallorca Island, which is really touristic, he would work there. And then in October, leave for the rest of the year somewhere else, mm. traveling america or asia last time we traveled together that was actually really nice and it was the first time we did our the three of us we traveled to africa we did senegal gambia and guinea bissau together wow so we uh, yeah like a nearly a month trip together just before quarantine so luckily okay so then tell me so you grew up in both the basque country and in galicia and yeah. were you always surrounded with a lot of family members or was it pretty much just your own family mainly or was there community around you i mean when we were as childs we had our grandparents hanging out i mean both father and mother grandparents around and uncles and aunts most of my mom's family also lives in uk so we just have our grand her parents living in Spain, the rest of her family living in the UK. Mm. So the closest family, I mean. Mm. But then my father's side lives all in Galicia. So when we were living all in Galicia, we would hang out more with my father's side family. And but yeah, we we grew up like building also really a straight like a strong friendship family in Galicia. So yeah, my mom will, will have her own family of friends and I have mine, my brother has his, everyone around his circle of close friends and, and sharing them as well. And Annabelle, how was it moving the family to Galicia and being in your husband's hometown? Was that something that you enjoyed? Because I know a lot of women 
generally sometimes can feel intimidated to go to the in-laws place i think i i decided <laughs> so <laughs> i didn't mind at all it's a beautiful place and i still love it so and i still have my little house there so I'm happy to go back anytime i have my best friends also there so no it was not and so what parenting like for you like how was it raising carmen and and your son in these different places I would say well, for me, it was very important to become a mom. Yeah. I think it was one of my things mm. I, I wanted to be. I have it very clear. After when you have them, you say, oh, this is not what I thought, you know. <laughs> yeah, what I want to be is a grandma. I want to play with them. I don't want to be hard, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then it becomes more difficult. <laughs> it's hard job, but it's worth I always say to everybody, it's worth because they teach you so much. Mm. And they teach you overall to love. You know, the way you love them is no condition. There is no good or bad, it's love. Mm. I think children is important for, for us to make us grow like better humans. That's right. Yeah. I always say they are my teachers. <laughs> And they really are because, you know, you get old and then with the oldness and they always bring you um, young things to do and to join then all the happiness of the young people. So it's very nice how the energy mix together. So I, I think they always keep me young because they give me so much good energy. Have you always been like energetic person as well for you? Yes. yes, I think I have that from my family. They are very energetic, very young, very always lot of full of life and happiness, but they make it more. <laughs> yeah, hmm. it's different. They always bring so nice things. You know, I wouldn't maybe go traveling to so many places we went together and then with them is like another thing. Hmm. And they take me. It's not me taking them. They take me now, you know, so they push me. Yeah. Before I pushing them now they are pulling me so it's a nice word to do and mm. what you say was some of the strongest lessons that you had parenting them when they were little like I'm, I'm guessing every time your child changes different ages there's different lessons that you get from different ages what would you say yeah. when they were really young to when they're teenagers to when they're now both grown adults and taking yeah. themselves what would you say is the strongest lessons that you got that they taught you? The strongest I told you is love. Mm. How to love, to be patient, to understand what there is no good, there is no bad. Is everyone is different. So we, we like we you know in school you take them to school. No, this is bad. This is good. No, is we are not all the same, so we cannot get the same things because maybe they don't need it. Maybe we are all different. So I think the education should change in that way mm. to get to everyone, let have what they need and make them find it, go for it and show them how to go for it when they need it. But no, they want to push you and, and then you become to be stupid, to be you are not clever enough. And... I think that's, no, that's, it. that's not right. So we should be allowed to take them from school out if they do that, you know? <laughs> After I met parents, they did that and I said, oh my God, I, I didn't even thought of that, you know, because in Spain, you are not allowed to do that. Of mm. course. Mm. If the education, they don't change, then we should say, okay, 
that's enough. And it's no protection to make them weak. No, it's to make them be themselves. Yeah. If not, they take the energy from them to become something else on the path they want to be, and it's not their path. Carmen, what would you say were some of the lessons that you learned from being raised by your mom? When, she, when you were young or when you were a teenager to when you're an older, like how has it changed for you? I feel like maybe being a kid, like I was more actually like a, my father, a father kid, you know, like at the, when I was smaller, I know like felt more attached to my father and it was always me with my father and my brother with my mother. But then during the evolution, I don't know, I grew up and like building up my thoughts and like my way of seeing life. I realized I have so much more in common with my mom than with my father. So that changed totally our direction. My brother became more like my father and I became much more like my mother. Mm. So yeah, that built up like a relationship where we could understand each other much better. And like we could just start hanging out like friends and like sharing friends. Like my friends will come home and we'll spend a day with my mom or hanging out in the beach or doing stuff together that it was just like with like friends or parties at home where she will just stay like and share friends like her friends will come my friends will come and like we will have a party together and then when obviously when I moved to UK it was even more like friends relationship because we started to live again together after like not living together for like six years like I left my hometown in Galicia. I went to study university in South Galicia. Then I moved to Rome. Then I moved to Seville. And then I moved to Brighton. And that's when I started seeing my mom again more often. Like she was living in a boat at the beginning in Brighton and I was living in a flat with friends. But then like three years after we got a house where we were living in the same room. So we were flatmates and roommates. Like, yeah, trying to save costs of living in central Brighton in a really nice house with really nice people. Yeah, they were fine that we were sharing the room. So we started sharing the room. And that was like another step in our relationship, I think, because like we were mother and daughter, friends, but also flatmates and roommates. So it was like at the beginning, she got the dynamic of being a lot my mom. But at the same time, it was like, hey, I don't have to do that things just because you're my mom and I should do them. We are, we are flatmates here. So we have to split the responsibilities, you know, like, so it got another dynamic. And yeah, it, it like, was really easy to live together. And we had lots of house parties together in the house. And again, like sharing lots of friends, like most her friends, I mean, my friend with her, like, they will just like, you know, everyone will consider my mom just part of the group or the mom of everyone and like just be in the parties and everyone would love her and like just hang out with her and like with me equally. And like, yeah, Brighton really, I don't know, made us really good friends and flatmates. Anything that could happen there, it was like just really natural. Was this quite normal for a relationship, do you think, amongst your friends as well? Like, do they all have really good relationships with their kids, like the way that you guys do? Do you notice? Around here, I mean... In, in, in your friendship circles, like your friends or Annabelle's friends, do they have this kind of relationship the way you guys share it? No, everyone normally see it quite special. Like, yeah. 
like most of our, of my friends that will see our relationship and like join and and you know like interact around it will also like comment like how yeah like natural it feels just to hang out with your mom with between you mm. like I always felt like it was a bit different but like also supernatural and like it shouldn't be weird yeah what about you for you Annabelle do any of your friends have similar relationships with their daughters or sons the way you have with Carmen well I cannot tell you that easy but maybe maybe not that much mm. you know I don't know but I think the unlucky because with Carmen I never have to be a mom telling her what to do never mm. was so easy going since she was very little so it's very easy to go with her and to be with her. So it's not something that, I don't know, maybe just fix like natural, you know? Yeah. It's not something we try to make up. It comes or it doesn't come or I don't know. When do you think for you, Annabelle, it changed from being mother-daughter to almost, it sounds like you guys see each other as equals, right? Which so many people in a parenting-child relationship, never, they always, I think the child always seeks for that equal state status, right? Ever since they're like 12 years old or 10 years old, the child wants to be seen as an equal. I think Carmen already was born like a very grow-up girl, you know? Sometimes I have to ask her mm-hmm. about her brother. I couldn't understand him. I say, Carmen, can you understand him? And she translated me everything. <laughs> so she became, I think she, she was grow-up like a mom. Mm. She's got like a very big, um, so, she's so certain, so sure of herself, you know, and so, okay, it's like that. And then, oh, <laughs> I, I found it, I don't know, maybe both of us became like very compatible, being different, but at the same time, very together, I don't know. I mean, did you ever feel like at some point you no longer need to be the parent and she needs to be the child? Like from from childhood, did she always feel like she was already equal? Like you saw her as almost like an equal being from before? Yes, I think I never have to be a hard mom or say, no, I am here. No, no, with her. Mm. With my son, it was a bit more difficult. Mm hmm. You know, that's why I said, okay, it's not something I did or I didn't do. It's because they, they are born in that way. Mm. And then it's very easy, but it's also very good to respect, I think, the way they are. Yeah. So even uh, with him, it's very difficult, but we are very close in different way. It's not like it's different way, but it's a connection that you make from a different place. No, 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 because I'm your mom, you have to do things. No, no, mm. because I'm your mom, I love you and you, I will be always when you need me. Mm. It's different, but do your things. I don't know, it's a bit. Yeah. Mm. I mean, was your mother like that with you, Annabelle? Like, was Annabelle's mom like that, like grandma? Maybe no, that's why. But maybe she teach me that, you know, what I needed to have a friend in my mom to be able to say all the things I needed and maybe I couldn't have them when, when I really need the, those things. So I said, okay, I want to be that friend with my children. Mm. She's a good mom, but it's another mentality Another times. She cannot understand me. If, even if I say it, she cannot understand it. Mm. 
I always say to my children, there might be things that I won't understand neither, but you will have to learn from those things. I cannot get them. Mm. So it's the evolution of the human beings, no? Each one has to. So it's nobody's fault neither. It's just, okay, learn from that. If you are able to see it, then you can change it. If you don't see it, you cannot change it. I mean, she has the mentality of her generation. And like, whenever I talk to her and I explain my point of view, she will just not understand and be like, okay, like, I cannot understand because she's young and like different things are happening now. And like, everyone thinks different now. But like to my mom, even if she thinks the way I think, because my mom has a really, a point of view of this generation, like, really, you know, like contemporary point of view. For her, my grandma cannot understand because, and that's when she gets mad because it's like, you shouldn't have that point of view. With me, she, she accepts that I have that point of view and she, she can understand my point of view, but I'm young and I grew up in different conditions, la la la. But with my mom having the same point of view as me, she, she cannot handle it. I'm very old woman, so I should be serious and I should be different way. And that's allowed for the young people, but not for me. It's allowed exactly. for any human being to be happy and to be joy and to be, uh, go for your dreams. It's not the ending, it's what you're doing in each moment, no? Brings you happiness. And so if people so. struggling, you think, if there were parents out there that was struggling to connect with their children. I would say it's usually, these days it seems to, to be happening earlier and earlier. Like you have nine-year-olds that are already disconnecting from their parents, you know, like it's not even waiting till teenagers. They're sort of starting really, really young. Like, what would you think would be the thing to tell the parents? You, what, what would you think? What would you, what would you encourage the parents to think? Or how would you think would be a way that they can approach it? Maybe maybe try to understand them and to let them explain what they want to do. Listen to them because maybe they are not doing his way. And then we try to put them a very narrow way to go and they, they have another kind of spirit. So I think it's important to listen to them and find that way together mm. where they, they can be happy and they can be free and they can create and grow like humans, no? And we make very narrow paths from yeah. school and everything within they have to, why? Mm. Maybe they have to do another thing, no? Maybe they are useful for another thing, I don't know. Mm. But the, the child will tell you. I think if you listen to your child, he will tell you the things they love, the things they, they make them happy and that's the way. Carmen, what do you think? I mean, was mom like that all the time? Was Annabelle like that when you were growing up? Like really talks through with you, finding out what you wanted, that kind of thing, whenever you were faced with some sort of... Yeah, I mean, for me, as she said, like we had no much trouble because I was always like good at school, not very complicated teenager. So I was always like easy. With my, my brother, I can see a difference in everything because he was not easy at school. He had to repeat some years and like because of the system being that close that if you are not passing your exams, you have to repeat the year. We got maybe two years stopped in the same year and like 
my father and my mother's point of view on how to educate is also different. At that time, was, we were still together and having to decide together. So like at the end, like the system is how it is and like to follow the system is at the end like he damaged I mean maybe he, he just lost some years of, of what he could have been doing in something else that he enjoys because now he he's a passionate person about nature and like he's doing diving and like traveling and like he could have interact with this part of himself that he already had because he always liked sea life and like sharks and whales and stuff so he already had these thoughts in his mind, but nobody really was there to really push that side of him because he was not really allowed in that time. He just had to learn maths and science and physics in the way that they teach you. So, I mean, for me, this high school and everything was fine. And like, I feel like I nourish from it. Like I have a little bit of knowledge from some things that still are on my brain. Some others I will completely have forgotten, but like for me it was kind of easy and like to go around that. But for my brother it was a different story. So yeah, I feel like yeah, the, the regular schools will lately be less and less useful for kids because I think yeah, kids are really really independent and like in their personality and their way of working. So I think yeah, listening to kids has to be every day more and more important because every kid has his own way even if you are grown and born from the same person like me and my brother have nothing to do like we are so different in everything so it's like incredible how like how different should it be like with each person mm. yeah mm. absolutely and if parents were going through personally maybe from annabelle's side a lot of moms and a lot of parents, especially when they just become new parents, they go through a lot of depression, you know, blues, because it's a new thing. They're happy yeah, to have it's it, hard. but it's hard, right, in the beginning. What would you say as words of encouragement? What would you wish or what would you say to them maybe that they can keep in mind? Yeah, look, I think that is not a perfect mom, a perfect dad, you know, it's a way to be open to learn and let them teach you. Because I was not good a good mom. I did I, I always feel guilty like oh I did it wrong, I did it badly, I should do this, I should you know, you never have the, the answer, but they will give you every time. They will tell you what is good, what is no good, what is better and what and you will see it with them. And sometimes of course you maybe you have to push him a bit or stay there, but always with you. Mm. Always learning, learning from them, learning with them together. It's not you will learn what I know. No. And neither tell them to tell you what you have to do. No, no. It's both ways together, working together and learning together because we, we don't know. There comes another child and it's different. So you think you're learning something? Oh, no. With this one, doesn't work any of these things. So it's just about learning again. Mm. each one is something too different mm. yeah so that's why be open and feeling you don't know is the best thing you can feel when you feel you know I think that's the worst mm. you know so yeah okay. <laughs> with anything yeah 
<laughs> did you know that your mom would feel like this sometimes like she would feel like she was not doing it right or something like that yeah i mean i could see with my brother like even like between us we always had talks about my brother and like what because sometimes if i talk to him he would be more open than with my mom or depends no so like we will have to be like both like moms of my brother mm. even sometimes i also feel mom of my mom so it's like i also feel a mom in my family and yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah, it's like very, I don't know, yeah. very personal. No, we, we really were two moms with his brother. <laughs> Once I even, I couldn't go to an interview with a, with a teacher, you know, to have a meeting with a teacher. So Carmen said, she suggested to me, oh, mom, I go. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> there are only one year difference. It's only one year. But she went to talk to the teacher. <laughs> And then because she was in class, so she have all the things the teacher told her, and then it was funny because her brother listened more to her than to me. Mm -hmm. No, because it comes from her sister, not from her mom. Mm. I told you I was not right, so sometimes of course I got angry and I got you know and and I got close. So that's the worst thing. And but Carmen, she was open, she was calm, and then she could tell him. Luis, the teacher said you have to do this. Oh, and then he did it. <laughs> so it's a good thing. It's an interesting relationship between, I think, parents, siblings and everything. I think, would you agree that a lot of people put us in, want to put people into boxes about, oh, because you're this person, you're labeled yeah. this, you should be doing this, this, this. But really, I think when people come together as a family, those lines are always meant to be tested yeah. chain and challenged because you're supposed to come up with your own definitions as that cluster that comes together Carmen if you could just tell me one thing I think just to end it off like one of the best things that you think that your mom did as a mother what would it be well I think she's just I mean every mom I think it should be an icon for the daughter or the, or the son and like yeah she teach me a lot and like every time she's taking a new decision and doing something new, like starting to play music with 50 years old, you know, having her own band started at that age, or like she was married to a Senegalese man that started as a relationship to give a hand to someone that was illegal in Spain, but then it became a, a love actual relationship. So that was a super, also a really nice story in between our family. Like he was living with us for five, six years. So like, all of these little stories and like paths that she took also like involved a lot of learning. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing so much about your family and about your dynamic. And I really think a lot of people are going to take a lot of motivation from the relationship that you share. If they start respecting, you know, each other as, uh, as you said, to learn from each other because they'll always keep teaching you something. I think that... Yeah important for both parents and children to know that it's an opportunity that should not be missed yes <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> yeah you are a beautiful mother Annabelle and you definitely apparently did such a beautiful thing with raising your children good luck being being a mom yeah no, and enjoy it because that's the, the secret for everything you do in life is to enjoy it even sometimes you are angry with the situation doesn't matter mm. enjoy it 
and then get yourself to be angry. <laughs> you know, don't hide it. No, that's not to be perfect, not to get angry. Of course, get angry. I mean, honestly, it sounds like you're basically a great example of how to live life. Like you just keep living it. Whatever you are given, you just keep living it. Is, mm-hmm. is that kind of what you, your belief is? Like you just, yeah. just take it and yeah. with it and, and just see. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's, that's it's not right. It's not wrong. Yeah. yeah. Life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Well, I think on that note, I want to just thank you so much personally for joining me on this episode and sharing your story. And I hope a lot of people, I know a lot of people are going to take so many great lessons from today. Thank you so much, Adabel. Thank you. Bye, Shubra. Bye. 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 Bye.